Welcome to Your Health To Go, brought to you by Demystifying Your Health, providing the clarity that you need. I'm Ashley Wood, registered nurse and author, your host. In each episode, we take a health topic that's important to you and break it down into easy to understand information. We also discuss the most common treatments and preventative techniques. Thank you for joining me today. Let's get started. Today's topic is Shigella. One afternoon, you're at work when your stomach starts cramping and you make a run for the bathroom. You make it just in time. This happens several more times before you finally decide to go home. You don't really become concerned until you notice that there's blood in your stool. You go to the doctor and he suspects you might be infected with Shigella. What is this? How serious is it? What do you need to do to get rid of it? When exposed to the bacteria Shigella, you end up with an intestinal infection called Shigellosis. It's usually spread through stool, so many people contract it after accidentally swallowing the bacteria, which most often occurs if you touch your mouth after touching something that is contaminated. It can also happen if you eat food that was contaminated either during growing, such as the field contained sewage, or handling, which means the person who prepared the food is sick and didn't wash their hands well. Water can be contaminated as well by sewage or if a person with an infection swims in it. It's highly contagious, so it can be challenging to prevent the spread. Symptoms usually start a day or two after exposure, but can take up to a week to appear. They include nausea, vomiting, stomach pain or cramps, fever, and diarrhea, which often contains blood or mucus. These last for about five to seven days, but can stick around longer. It can take weeks or months before your bowel habits return to normal. Some individuals don't have any symptoms, but are still contagious for a few weeks. Certain things increase your chances of developing shigellosis. One of the primary factors is being in close contact with others which is why it's common for an outbreak to occur at child care centers, community waiting pools, nursing homes, college dormitories, jails, and military barracks. Since children routinely put their hands in their mouths, it's easy for them to pass the condition amongst each other. If you live or travel to areas with poor sanitation, your odds of contracting Shigella are elevated. Also, any form of oral anal sexual activity can result in the infection spreading. Shigella usually doesn't cause any complications, but sometimes it does. One of the most concerning is dehydration because of the constant diarrhea. Signs of this are lightheadedness, dizziness, sunken eyes, lack of tears, and for children, dry diapers. A possible complication that's more likely to occur in children is seizures. While they're more frequent in children who have a high fever, they can happen in children who don't have this. For adults, another problem is rectal prolapse. This occurs when the large intestine's mucous membrane, or the lining of the rectum, moves out through the anus because of straining during bowel movements or inflammation. Some rare complications include hemolytic uremic syndrome, toxic megacolon, reactive arthritis, and bacteremia. 
With hemolytic uremic syndrome, you end up with a low red blood cell count, a low platelet count, and acute kidney failure. This means your body is more likely to have issues with bleeding and not being able to stop it. Toxic megacolon is when your colon becomes paralyzed, not allowing you to pass gas or have a bowel movement. If not treated, it can result in your colon rupturing, causing peritonitis, which is a life-threatening infection. Reactive arthritis is when a Shigella infection triggers your joints to become inflamed, causing pain. It can also cause eye irritation and painful urination. Bacteremia is when the infection enters your bloodstream. The primary focus of treating Shigella is to replace the fluids you're losing through diarrhea. The best way to do this is to drink water or suck on ice chips. If needed, you can try sports drinks that have electrolytes added to them. For children, you should use oral rehydration solutions such as Pedialyte. If the dehydration is severe, you might need to be hospitalized to receive intravenous or IV fluids. When it comes to anti-diarrheal medications like lopramide, diphenyloxalate, and atropine, avoid them because they can actually decrease your body's ability to clear the bacteria, making your symptoms worse. If you've had a lab test that confirms you have Shigella, your doctor may recommend bismuth subalicylate because it can help decrease the frequency of stools and shorten the length of your illness. This is available over-the-counter as Pepto-Bismol or Kaopectate. It's important to note that children, pregnant women, and people allergic to aspirin should not take these. As far as antibiotics go, they aren't used unless your infection is severe because several types of Shigella have become resistant to them. Typically, they are provided to infants, older adults, and those with compromised immune systems. They may also be given if there is a high chance an individual could spread the disease. When it comes to preventing a Shigella infection, there are several things you can do. The most important is to wash your hands frequently and thoroughly with soap and water for at least 20 seconds. It's also crucial to teach children proper hand washing techniques and watch small children wash their hands to ensure they're doing it correctly. If you're changing a child's diaper, Throw it away promptly and disinfect the diaper changing area after use. If your child has diarrhea, keep them home from childcare, playgroups, or school. If you have diarrhea, don't prepare food for others. If you must, be sure to wash your hands as much as possible and wear gloves. Avoid sexual activity with anyone who has diarrhea or who recently recovered from diarrhea. Also avoid swallowing water from ponds, lakes, or untreated pools. If you have diarrhea, don't go swimming until you're fully recovered. Shigella isn't pleasant to deal with, and in some cases can be concerning. The good news is that the majority of the time, it'll go away without complications. If you have any questions or concerns about Shigella, please speak with your doctor. If you'd like more information, please visit the Center for Disease Control and Prevention's Shigella page. Thank you for spending some time with me today. If you found the material to be valuable and helpful, please tell your friends about us. We're on social media, so like and follow us there to stay up to date on our latest information. You can also sign up for our weekly newsletter on our website. Stay healthy, and please join us next time on Your Health To Go.
Now, time for the legal statement. Please keep in mind that the content we provide is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified competent health provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition. Never disregard professional medical advice or delay in seeking it because of something you have heard on Your Health To Go or seen on the Demystifying Your Health site. Demystifying Your Health does not recommend or endorse any specific tests, physicians, products, procedures, opinions, or other information that may be mentioned. Reliance on any information provided by Demystifying Your Health, its employees, others appearing at the invitation of Demystifying Your Health, or other visitors to the site is solely at your own risk. If you think you may have a medical emergency, call your doctor or 911 immediately.